You're listening to Fourth and Fifth, the podcast that's as regular as a 98-year-old man's bowel And now, give it up for your hosts, D. Michael Cole and Harry Evans. Oh, isn't it amazing that Monzo Ball is hot garbage and his brother got arrested in China? Lonzo, Lonzo Ball's brother got arrested? Yeah, you didn't hear this? Lonzo Ball's no. brother got arrested in China for shoplifting Gucci sunglasses. Yeah? Yeah, with like three of his teammates. And of course, Bryce <laughs> Alford, the strong, hard-nosed coach with the spine that he is, because he was... Coached by uh, that shitbag Bob Knight from Indiana. Oh, yeah. that he makes good white players, strong, good white players. <laughs> He's the Hoosiers example of a good coach. Yeah. Fucking Bryce Alford's like, well, I mean, he only stole Gucci's sunglasses. I think he'll probably still be able to play throughout the season, you spineless twat. I mean, I there are two fucking coaches who get away with more, like, preaching and doing less about it than ever. It's fucking Bob Knight and his golden boy Shishevsky. That fucking turd gets slides his shit through any crack he can find. Yeah. Go look up Duke player like uh Duke players who have gone through things. Like there are stories of Duke players getting $95,000 worth of jewelry before the March Madness even starts. Yeah. Grayson Allen's tripped half of college basketball. Shashevsky doesn't even have the balls to suspend him for more than one game because he loses. And then he goes and collapses against South Carolina. So it sounds like what you're saying to me is the, the uh, college basketball is pretty corrupt. Yeah, the NCAA, surprisingly, is extremely corrupt. They care more about money and profits than the uh, athletes, which is why I'm all for abolishing all age limits to professional sports. All right. Well, Other than 18, <laughs> you can take a bullet in the back. You can take a helmet in the head. You, uh, you're kind of fired up today. Yeah, I had a bad BART ride. You did have a bad BART ride. You've yes, had a I lot did. of bad, bad luck with uh, public transit. Yeah. Um, if you're ever taking the 29... Uh, and I don't know her name, but I did get to yell at the bus driver who decided to take the 29 through, uh, was it Sunnydale and pick up drugs. Yeah. So, uh, she pulled over at Hunter's point, not Hunter's point. I'm sorry. Uh, Sunnydale. And I thought like, you know, jackasses will slam past the bus and like their little sports cars and stuff like that. Buses are slow. I get it. They make a lot of stops, but this guy like. Thought he was like being a douche, kind of like egging us on, like driving next to the bus. Yeah, he was in yeah. his little infinity. But then, boom, curveball right out of left field. He comes back around and stops and like right next to the bus facing the opposite way now. Yeah. And the bus stops. And I was like, oh shit, we're getting into like some fucking argument over who cut who off. But it's not, that's not what bus drivers usually do. But then the dude gets out of his fucking car, walks up to the bus window, and I was like, oh, shit, it's about to get bad. Yeah. Bus driver leans out, because I'm sitting on bus driver's side of the bus, leans out the fucking window, does like the old handshake where you pull it into a fist and then bumps, and then we start driving again. <laughs> that was a drug deal. Right. Yeah, that was a drug deal, which I have no problem with, but bitch, do it on your own fucking time. Right. Like, I was late to the podcast, or late. Could you make it to the podcast? No, you, we, we, we've missed a few weeks. Yeah. We've, All because of drug deals from bus drivers. It's uncanny. <laughs> it really no, is uncanny. But no, that was, that was actually one of the few times in my life where I was almost awestruck. I went to the front of the bus, and I, had to ask her, I asked her to kick. I was like, just because she wouldn't let anybody off, because there was no stops. Right. That's how I knew some shit was up, because I kept pressing, like, stop the bus, and she wouldn't let anybody off. She just went and got her fucking fix. Took me 45 minutes out the way. All the way down Bayshore to the end of Bayshore. No one who is not in San Francisco is going to understand no, any of this. Actually, this. most people in San Francisco won't understand it. No. Because they don't go to this part of town. You can't blame them. <laughs> Look what's going on. Drug dealers on, on munis. No, the drug dealer, the, I think the drug user was on the munis. Oh, the drug munis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the drug user. Because if she was a dealer, she should have had them meet them at the stop. Like. You go to the dealer. Right. You know what I mean? Well, they got things to do. Yeah. Sell drugs. Yeah. And yeah. do drugs. But uh, yeah, so we've missed a few weeks and uh, missed Apparently, a lot of stuff. Yeah. All the uh, things have happened. All the things. Everything. So uh, yeah, before we started recording, Perry started talking about how he was done with the NFL. 
So uh, why don't we why don't we explore that a little bit? What what makes you done with the NFL, Mister Evans? Um, it's just if I'm gonna have to deal with, and I am done with the NFL on both sides. Like I, if I'm gonna have to deal with just constant. <laughs> bickering and arguing and political fucking back and forth. I might as well just, I I follow politics too. That's what I'm going to deal with. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I understand that it should be in the NFL. The players have the right to speak their own opinions and I'm not coming about that. The players as much. I'm coming at the fans and the owners, right? I am not tired of listening to player or watching players kneel. That is a momentary glimpse. I don't even fucking watch the, uh, Anthem yeah. anyway. I'm the guy getting a beer during the anthem or the guy who mutes it on his TV because it's a shit song that should have been retired years ago. Right. I'm fucking over it. All right. The anthem shit. Our flag is shit. I don't give a fuck about any of it. All right. If you went out and signed up to protect the flag and the anthem and you died for the flag and the anthem, fuck you. Because there are 300 million people you should care about more. All right. So this whole national uh, the flag and the anthem flag and the anthem are two fucking f- invented things one's a colored rag and the other's words written on a piece of paper i don't give a shit about either of them if you fucking i would gladly wrap the american flag around a baby and use it as a diaper because the baby needed a diaper one of those two things is more important than the other we need to fucking realize that as a country sure all right and as a fan i'm fucking over it i'm over i can't even read an article about the nfl now and i'm not criticizing the writers because I skipped the articles now and I just go to the bottom so I can get angry about the comments. Right. And it's just so fucking annoying. Well, there's that article that came out uh, yesterday about the uh, Trump supporters in Johnstown. That was a great article. That was a great article. That was a fantastically written article. It was very um, objective. Mm-hmm. It was very objective. Uh, and he interviewed all the same people. It was also one of the most terrifying things I've ever read in my life. Yeah, It was one of the most terrifying things I've ever read in my life because it proved to a lot of us who had been saying these things kind of out of our ass. You can say this about a lot of liberals. We've all been over the last couple months. Oh, yeah. Trump supporters are racist. Trump supporters do this and that. It doesn't matter how terrible he gets. They'll support him no matter what. That's that's that rhetoric. That rhetoric has been brought up over and over again, I think. And this article not only went to prove that doubled down on it in all the most negative ways. Yeah. Which is it doesn't seem to these people openly admit. That Trump has. Fallen far short of all of his claims, mm-hmm. of all well, of his promises. That's the ones that they'll admit it, that he hasn't done. Yes, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Not doesn't seem to matter. It doesn't matter to them because they won. Yeah, and the article doesn't get to that. That was kind of my spin on it. The article doesn't say that outright, but mm. these people won. They won. So it's the same. I see the same thing in the NFL where it's like. You don't give a shit if Ray Rice beats the shit out of that girl as long as she he brings you a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. And that's the same thing where I think our politics have devolved into. We don't give a shit that Hillary fucking rigged the DNC. And there oh, are no, that God. book came out and said it. It now, did not no, no, say no, no. that they, they Brazil's commands denied that claim. They were complicit. Is not they were complicit in the rigging oh, of the DNC. Good fucking god Perry. Wait, i'm not saying that fu- it would have changed the overall outcome i'm saying that, that it's was, not rigged it was fucking rigged. it was not rigged she paid 50 million dollars to get them out of debt yeah and everything fell her way somehow oh oh it's okay sure yeah because sanders ran a disorganized campaign he doesn't appeal to he doesn't appeal to people of color he only talks about Absolutely economic issues. Sanders appeals to people of color. Uh, tell it to, tell it to the more Democratic than Hillary, Party more in than, Alabama. More than, I always bring my hot sauce around with me, Hillary fucking Clinton. I'm not saying she's authentic. Who had a, but I'm saying in South Carolina, in Charleston, had a black protester at her event mm-hmm. where she forcibly had her removed. Then how did the she, only two then how did campaign, she lose by four million the votes The only two campaign uh, runners... Who had black protesters forcibly removed from their events were Trump and Hillary Clinton. Then why did she lose? Why did she win by four million votes over Sanders? Hmm? How did how did the DNC the DNC was that? fucking rigged? Oh really? You know how the you know how the primary operates? The national party has nothing to do with the state parties. They run their own show. So you're telling me there's been there was that level of collusion 
across across state lines. I can lines. believe it, especially if you yeah, see. Yeah, I'm sure you look, can believe it, at, but I'm telling you it's full of shit. Look at the DNC now. I mean, they're they're literally dragging their own heels, still fucking. Because they're rebuilding a party because Obama neglected they're the party. They're not rebuilding the party. They're rebuilding the party. Obama neglected the party and got farther than anyone's gotten. He That's neglect, a good thing. He neglected the party. You should to rebuild neglect the, that party. That why? party, we, they should neglect, neglect the GOP neglect, ah, neglected the Republican Party and look where they've gone. Now, GOP granted, is a Republican Party. No. The GOP is a insane version of the original Republican Party. And you t- you spot me the difference. All right. Now I'm saying, well, <clears throat> I'm saying that's it's what the Republican Party morphed into. But they went, we'll say they did the opposite of being progressive. They, the Republicans are like, all right, we're going to win if we're super regressive. Yeah. And that's what they did. And the Democrats, were like, well, we could win if we're super progressive. Well, let's not be too progressive. Here's, because we'll you're, miss the you're middle. Make, you're not talking. We're not talking about the same thing. I mean, you're talking about policy. I'm talking about the nuts and bolts of how to run a party. Obama did nothing while he was in the office. Good. And the national Fuck committee. The party. Said, okay, that's great. I hope you enjoy four more years of well, Trump. Well, no, and then the party sank itself. What the party? Obama knows owes nothing to the party. The party owes it to Obama. Are you kidding me? He was like, a de facto oh, leader of the party. He was president. Yeah, exactly. But and the he party, didn't work the with the party, DNC. He put all the, all his resources on Obama for America. That set us back with fundraising. That set us back with the party machinations to actually rebuild after he left the presidency. That's why Hillary Clinton had to come in and give him fifty million dollars to, to keep the party afloat. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Man. Now you may not agree with that. You may think that somehow is untoward. But that's why we had. That's why we had a Democratic Party in two thousand sixteen. Sanders did we not do that. Sanders does not do that. Yeah, Sanders and should not do that. Fine, he's an independent, but but then don't don't cry when he then they don't bend over backwards to make sure he gets everything he wants. And by the way, he basically got everything he wants. He ran a shitty campaign. Oh, candidate Obama in two thousand eight had the same problems he did with Hillary Clinton, but he ran an organized campaign and wanted to win. Sanders wanted to bring glory to himself and have a, have a protest oh, candidacy. Want to bring oh, glory to yourself? He did. He yeah. What has he do? What has he done since? What has he done since? He is, a, he, is a, he is a flag bearer for the progressive cause. What has he done? Well, that's all he needs to be right now. Oh, really? Yeah, what absolutely. He, he needs what to, concrete steps to, try to, to try to push the American public into being a more progressive voter, especially people, the DNC. I thought people agreed with Sanders. I thought everyone agreed with them. I thought he was the most popular politician. I'm not saying politician. everyone agrees. Well, no, well, not, not everyone doesn't agree with anybody, but most people, I think if we had a election where it was trump and fucking sanders sanders would have won if that's just because more idiots voted for sanders than idiots voted for trump albeit you know what i mean more people who don't understand how things work voted yeah. for sanders voted for trump but that's how you're it's telling work. me that they that the republican line of attack would not have motivated people against sanders they're going to i'm out. telling you that i know more i know and have heard more stories of people who switched and I voted for Sanders in the primary, voted for Hillary in the finish because I wanted that fucking Supreme Court seat. Yeah. That's what I, that's the only reason I voted for Hillary. I wanted that Supreme Court seat. Um, but I know that I know personally more people, and I'm talking about rednecks who I grew up with in Indian Trail, North Carolina, who said the N word to me more than any times I ever fucking heard, and a dumb, ignorant people, all right, who flipped from Sanders to Trump. All right. Now I'm saying that that dumb, ignorant vote. Was a dumb, ignorant vote. Okay. Regardless of what it was. But they flipped from Sanders to Trump. All right? That's a big problem. Unless that's, they, that's they lived in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, that's a Milwaukee, party Wisconsin. Or North Carolina? North Carolina. It, 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 they it, did live in North Carolina. I didn't they say North did Carolina. They did live I in Wisconsin. Mich- we, lost, we, lost, we lost the election by 76,000 votes. One of votes. my best friends, him, his brother, his girlfriend, and they're basically they went from Sanders to Trump, and they all live in Milwaukee. Yeah. That's a big. Uh, was not actually in Milwaukee, Madison. Sorry, um, but that, that which county actually Trump won, and he switched to Trump. Which I'm not saying. I still have openly crit. Go read our Facebook conversations. I call that motherfucker an idiot more yeah. than anything. But I'm not suggesting you're conservative. Just, but I am suggesting yeah. you're wrong when you say they they rigged the primary. There's no way they could have rigged the primary. Not not in the way that you were suggesting. Because I've seen no concrete steps from anyone right. to anyone to get four million people to vote for Clinton over Sanders. Would he have won? I don't know. I I don't think that. 
I feel like I don't it wasn't, think the Republican I don't, I don't, Party would allow a socialist from Vermont to pick the next Supreme Court seat. Yeah, I don't. I would love it, wouldn't you? That that would have been great. Would have been great. That would have been the line. Would have been Jesse Ventura. I actually respect Jesse Ventura. I respect Jesse Ventura. He goes over the top sometimes, yeah, you because know, he's a, a professional yeah. wrestler. <laughs> like, I love people like Jesse Ventura needs to calm down. It's like that's he's a professional wrestler who abuses steroids. It's not going to happen. No. <laughs> like, but no, he's a respectable human being. Yeah. Minnesota, thank you once again. No, I, he um, I listened to him talk about like the, the death penalty when he was yeah. governor. And he said, you know, before I became a governor, I was like, yeah, kill him, whatever. But then he said, when it became my responsibility, I thought about, like, really, should I be, should the government be doing this kind of thing? Yeah. And I think, well, that, whether, regardless of whether you agree or disagree at this point, very few people actually go through, in that position of power, go through that kind of uh, evolution. Yeah. Which well, was no, a thoughtful guy. I also thought that one of his biggest things um, was he's like, because you have all the, when you are um, on the same subject. He's like, when you're a citizen, you, you see this on a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. So it's this person, this murderer yeah. is going to get put down for this crime, said crime. But when you are a governor, you don't, it's not, you're not looking at the individual cases. You're mm-hmm. looking at, well, we have this many people on death row. Yeah. Statistically speaking, 25% of these people were falsely convicted. Yeah. So and and then you start to think about it in that those sense of terms where you, you remove the personality and you start to look at it in statistics. Yeah. You start to remove the details of the case. And that's really changes people. Yeah. It really changes people. Cause I was one of those um I grew up in North Carolina and I was in third grade when uh the towers were hit. Yeah. So and I was my dad before he came out, voted for Bush twice. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, he was doing a good job covering up. <laughs> Compensating. But, yeah, uh, so, and I was living in, like, a pretty conservative neighborhood at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I remember in third grade being, like, seeing Indian neighbors that we had had for, like, two years and being like, you guys are terrorists because they were browner. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that wasn't because my father told me that. It was, it was because it was the sentiment of the area. Yeah. And that's what's fucking terrifying about, like, what the time we're in is it's this access to information that that was just me being a third grader who didn't have access to the Internet. So I reflected the sentiment of the area. My friend's parents, who were less informed, regurgitated their opinions onto me. And so that's what happened. And I saw that was before the Internet. Now we have the opposite form of that, which is terrifying I think even more so, which is you can find whatever idea you want to believe on the Internet and back it up again on the Internet, regardless yeah. of how correct or wrong you are. It's not. Yeah. The, the problem isn't necessarily with, with false information. It's confirmation bias. Yes. People aren't seeking out alternative. That was views. a term that I was looking for. Confirmation yeah. bias. Yeah. I saw we can't get into this, but I saw a meme talking about, you know, the, what's going to happen when you raise a, the raise of minimum to fifteen dollars an hour? And it was <laughs> wrong from a tax standpoint. It was wrong from an economic standpoint. It was wrong from an accounting standpoint. But people pass along. It's because it agrees with the preconceived notions. Oh, absolutely! Another one that I saw going around, and this is one kind of like, and let's say on like the opposite end, on the liberal end, that I was like, oh, I can't wait to like get these people. Um, it was going around. It was about this uh, whole sex ring within the Republican Party. Right? And I don't want to get into any specifics or details because as I looked into it, because I read it like I was eating candy. Like, <laughs> oh, mm, 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 got five people I can't wait to forward this to. Yeah. Delicious. Then I get down to the sources in the bibliography. There's nothing except like a Daily Beast reference. and right. like, And so I literally had to realize that I just basically masturbated while reading this article, mentally masturbated while reading this article. <laughs> Glad you like, clarified that, just, Barry. Just thinking about how right I was and how I could get to shove it in people's faces. And I would have done exactly that if I hadn't gone to one AP high school course and realized that I need to check the source notes. Right. I mean, how many people don't even know what source notes are? No, that's the thing. that People don't check <laughs> this out because they're not really invested in this. 
It's it's what we talked They're about. They're invested more in their opinion than the truth. Yeah, they want to see their team win. Yeah, like uh, you know, I and that, I've been kind of checked out. Back to the article that we we're reading. They want to see their team win. Right. And so when we read this Pennsylvania article, I feel like we had the same sentiment, which it wasn't. I was more terrified that they were comfortable with their lives steadily declining because this moral victory that they got when they got this Mm -hmm. W on their record is more important than their welfare, their health or their country. Well, there's one thing. I mean, you're right. They want the W and here's why. And there's one thing Trump was correct on what Sanders is correct on was that, you know, people have been ignored. Oh, absolutely. Right? For the last 40 years, we've had the dominant economic policy in this country has been trickle-down economics. That doesn't fucking work. So these people in rural Pennsylvania, they have nothing. So they don't, they have nothing, no system to buy into. You buy into a system, you buy into institutions, you tend to treat them a little more respectfully, mm-hmm. right? So they've been ignored. Trump tapped into that. And that's where he was right. Now, all of his solutions are complete garbage. It's more of the same bullshit, especially if you read the tax, the tax plan they're trying to, pushed through now it's even more odious but well what you came back they had so little in their lives they they got the w and that's all that matters and that kind of speaks to uh that's one thing i noticed when i started getting into more into sports right it doesn't matter it's team red beat team blue exactly it doesn't matter if your quarterback raped someone into the super bowl ben roethlisberger <laughs> if your running back beat up his girlfriend ezekiel elliott ray, ray rice. rice um if your owner is a hateful, hateful, ignorant racist, Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft, Bob McNair, Bob McNair, and who's that guy who owns the Panthers? Uh, Richardson. Richardson. Yeah, pieces of garbage. Oh yeah. Doesn't like. I mean, look at. I think this is a great example that not a lot of people bring up. Even before Colin Kaepernick, look at T.O. Yeah. Why was T.O. refused his first ballot Hall of Fame? He has. All of the stats to prove he is not only deserving of a first ballot Hall of Fame, he should have had a red carpet guide him to the first ballot right. Hall of Fame. He was fame. an amazing receiver. He was an amazing, one of the greatest ever. Maybe the second best receiver to ever play in the fo- the National Football League. Who'd be the first? Jerry Rice. Can't yeah. argue, you can't argue Jerry Rice. No, I was going to say Larry Fitzgerald, but that's my You can't my argue Jerry Rice. I'm sorry. You can't. A number two is up for debate. As a Cowboys fan, it hurts to say you can't argue Jerry. Can't. Jerry Rice is you can't. Jerry Rice is good. Can't. Can't. Jerry Rice is <laughs> he's forty years old in Oakland catching balls. Jerry Rice is on. Jerry Rice, we love you. Yeah, call I the see, show. I see him running. I saw him jogging um, in Atherton. Really? He's fast as hell. He was out lapping my car. Well, yeah, I, well, you know those guys, those superhuman athletes, they're just not any good compared to the twenty-five-year-old model. You know, they're still kicking ass no, all yeah. the place. Let's go a little long. Come on, we haven't done anything. Let's go a little long. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've all we've done is spill beer and skip two podcasts. <laughs> yeah, well, we got a we got a lot of politics, but you know, it kinda like I said, it kind of feeds in the current NFL. Yeah, I mean it's just Welcome to an NFL podcast where we spent the first twenty five minutes to t- discussing last year's election. <laughs> yeah, there's one thing we can never you should never be buried. It's a two thousand sixteen Democratic primary. Let's just let's just talk about that forever. You know? I will. I'm sure you will. I will. It's completely useless. I'll but... bring it up to my children. Oh well, in in the letters I send them <laughs> from jail, they can no, they'll read it off their checks. What what are those called? Um, alimony checks. Yeah, they don't send those physically anymore. What? Oh, it's all money transfers now. Ah. I'm gonna. Bring Sorry it. to ruin your fantasy. When you have to send alimony, he's gonna do it between banks. For the wires. I'm going to have my lawyer write that in the contract that they have to get a hard check. <laughs> He's going to make them go to safe. I will settle and give them the house if I can write hard checks. We got to own a house first, Barry. I'm waiting. I got family who's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's literally the millennial plan for a house at this point. It's like, yeah, I got family who's going to die someday. Are you a millennial? I guess you would be because you were, yeah, you were three when the towers fell. So, or no, you were in third, third grade, grade, so you were yeah. eight. So what year were you born? 92. 92. Okay, you're a millennial. Yeah. I get like, what's the difference between millennials? I'm the last and... generation. I say the, uh, the la- millennials were the last two generations before you could masturbate on a computer. Like, I was the very last one where at 13 years old, I didn't look for a magazine or a videotape. Yeah, I yeah. had the internet. That's right. my big gap with, like, humanity. It's like, at a certain point, 
you can masturbate on a on the internet just like that. I mean, and we used to have to work for I the first time I ever saw a titty Playboy. Right. I'm the last generation. I'm 25 years old. You won't have anybody else younger than me ever say that. Right. Like that's the last time that's the last time that nostalgia trips ever going to fucking hit. Like that's it. Right but there. What's funny to me about the uh, generation thing is that now we have people who are old enough to join the army that weren't alive when like the Afghanistan and Iraqi war started. Yeah. So like, we're talking about uh, Desert Storm. Desert, no, no, I'm talking about the current one. Oh, really? Yeah, almost, almost, no, no, almost. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, got, was, we got, got like two years. Well, now it was oh one, right? A- Afghanistan. Yeah, we could do Afghanistan. They well, could you join could for say you say Desert Storm. I mean, I could join up for Desert Storm and not know what the hell's going on. Right, but like the we went in Iraq in 03, so we're uh, we're a few years off of that. Yeah, we, yeah. That was a great plan. Lawless victory. Yeah, and just like how we beat ISIS. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> God. Yeah, you anyway. know what? They, 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 something about ISIS that they like they brought up, and I we never got down to the bottom of. What's that, that like kind of annoyed me. Remember, there was like. A thing for a while about how ISIS keeps showing up in brand new Nissans. Oh, the Toyotas. Yeah. It was, it was Toyotas. It was Toyotas. Why did that story just fall away? I want to <laughs> know why ISIS it. has a nicer car than I can afford. <laughs> I like, know, y- all you do is cut heads off in the desert and you've got a better 401k plan than I do? Like, what the hell is this going on here? Well, they probably, uh, you know, they probably bank well. They probably have a good bank banking guy, finance. Really? That, is that the difference between me and successful terrorism? Yes, that's the only Just difference. A good between... banker. Well, you know, you, you've seen Casino Royale. Got to have a guy like Chief. Yeah, that was a good movie, Casino Royale. That was a great movie. I even like Quantum of Solace. That was I. I can be honest. I like um, Daniel Craig as James Bond. Yeah, he was a fantastic he, James Bond. I thought Casino Royale was one of the best ones. Because Absolutely. It, um, it allowed for like the progression mm-hmm. of James Bond, which if you read the first novel, which is Casino Royale, yeah. he doesn't start out like, hi, this is Bond. It, during the movie, he builds his first martini at the at the poker table, right. which happened in the book. I was like, oh, this is amazing. So it's pretty close. <laughs> I've never read the books. So is it it's close to Sorcerer Tiro? It's close as you would think, but no. there, there were like a couple like... Like, again, nostalgia trips that you can pull out for people who read the book, which is, it's enough to get us by mm-hmm. to where we'll be like, yeah, it was good. They, they patted me on the back three times for reading. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I think Craig is great. I think he's, um, I think he's got crap scripts for the next two. Like, I don't like, I don't oh, like it, Skyfall as much. And I didn't like Skyfall it. wasn't that great. Uh, the one was that Harvey, Javier Bardem, who was in that, who played, um, uh, yes. The, because Spectre yeah, was one with uh, yeah. with uh, Christopher Walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think they I really liked how they did a, well, this, how stylized Quantum of Solace was. Mm-hmm. And the stories of problems, but they could have solved the story problem by like cutting off the last 20, 20 minutes of Casino Royale, have attaching you, it to the beginning of Quantum quick, of Solace. Real um, quick, for new movies, have you seen the new Blade Runner yet? Yeah, What'd I you have. Think? I thought it was like the original. It was very stunning visually, but I thought the story had a lot of problems. I felt the same way, but I thought the story had slightly less problems than the original. Um, That's but, probably fair. But, I mean, you could obviously say, like, well, the, the plot line was tied into the original, so technically it did just double down on the first problems. No, not necessarily, because in the final cut, they try to make argue that Deckard is a replicant. Yeah. Which, is Deckard a replicant is a great metaphorical question, but as a literal question, it ruins the movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I kept, I couldn't, when I watched the second one, spoilers, I kept on trying to figure out, A, how could replicants reproduce at all? Like, what are the mechan- biomechanical machinery in mm. them that allow that to even be possible? And two, who cares if they could, right? It doesn't matter. How does this, quote, unquote, break the world if they can reproduce? I would say it is, it's a reference to the power struggle between the working class and the controlling class more so than anything. Okay. I don't I don't think that it's is meant to be like oh how like broken down. Right, but my point is it took me right out of the story. Yeah. Well, for me I I think the only the reason that I I convinced myself to stay into the story was that um by allow, by replicants being able to produce. Yeah. Um there's the fear that they could rise up and create their own culture. They're already doing that. You know, well, yeah, but they can't for it eventually dies. They're rising up, creating their own replicant culture. Yeah, but that culture is going to run out. Their parts 
have, you know what I mean? A Nissan, the Prius culture will die in 2025, no matter how much you want to drive a Prius, they'll just be defunct. Yeah. I mean, I, I can um, kind of see that, but from, again, from a, from a, from a um, practical standpoint, I don't know. I, I don't see the difference. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing something. But. Yeah. Cause I mean, they were doing the whole, like r- r- building their own parts yeah. in the beginning. That was the one thing that I had a problem with. It was like, if they had taken that out where they were stealing parts and replenishing themselves, it yeah. would have fallen into line more so. And like also, they were just built with an expiration date, like right. uh, more so like a bicentennial man. Yeah, I never saw that. It's a good movie. Oh, really? Yeah, long, good though. Yeah, Robin I like, Williams is a good actor. I thought like the reference they made about like um, the the replicant revolution. I thought that was interesting. Like if they took um, Ryan Gosling's character and put him like his undercover agent into that revolution, mm-hmm. that would have been a fascinating movie. Yeah, and it could have could have dealt with the same kind of themes that they dealt with, with what we saw there. That would have been that would have been great, but we got. I mean, it was kind of interesting, but I still couldn't. I couldn't take. I couldn't get into it. Low key for me. Well, uh, one of the best acting performances I've seen this year was Dave Bautista in the beginning of that. Oh movie. yeah, that yeah. It, I, like for me, I was. I've always been critical of him. I was like, oh, he's just a muscle bound guy who yells. When he did that, I was like, I. I was breathless for a minute. I was like, "Damn, Dave Bautista, you fucking been working." He was good. And he, he was, was good. he was flawless. That was a great acting performance by him. Well, again, like I said, you know, the the first movie was pretty great except for the story, and I think the same thing with this. Yeah. I mean, there were shots in this movie that were just amazing, mm-hmm. and just how they just how it was beautiful. You know, Jared Leto. I think uh, I think we need a, a national break for from Jared Leto for oh, a good five years. It's one of the biggest criticisms I've uh, had about Hollywood in a while was. Um, when they gave Jared Leto the best uh, supporting actor uh, for Dallas Buyers Club. Okay, yeah. And because that was, for me, that's not acting. That's not act. Like, oh, yeah, he speaks with an effeminate voice and pretends to be the heroin addict that he fucking is. <laughs> like, it's not acting. Oh, you're asking Jared Leto to shove a needle in his arm? Bet you he's going to have to figure out how to do that. Like, come on. And this whole, like, he takes method to, like, a level where it's a nuisance. Yeah. Like, did you hear about suicide? Squad? Oh yeah. Like what? He went to the levels of being the most douchey method actor since Shia LaBeouf and, the beef. and didn't even have a good performance. No, the whole movie was shit. And the Joker was shit too. He tattooed ha ha all over his face. The only thing I was laughing at was his own stupid fucking decision. He was, Oh my Lord. What a terrible film. What a terrible film. God, can, can we trade Jared Leto for River Phoenix? <laughs> Could we please? The trade deadline is passed for those uh... guys. Hey there, everybody. It's comedian Alexandria Love here with your 60-second culture. Let's pop that sad little balloon, shall we? The balloon is especially sad this week as we reflect on bad news after bad news over the last seven days. Another shooting, another sexual misconduct allegation, another Taylor Swift album, another one of my Facebook friends getting married. When will it end? In today's world, it's hard to take the good and take the bad, but if you take them both, then you'll have your top story tonight. Big news out of the comedy world this week as five women accused Louis C.K. of sexual misconduct. Um, ew. Why do all of these gross guys think that women want to see their penises? I don't even want to see Bradley Cooper's penis, let alone a 50-year-old fat comedian. That being said, it's disheartening to hear these stories as a female comedian because it makes me think that I can't trust any of my heroes. Imagine the international heartbreak if the story came out that Jon Stewart used to end every day at The Daily Show trying to get the 18-year-old intern to give him a quick moment of zen. New records from Osama Bin Laden's bunker show that he included in his private video library the Charlie Bit My Finger video from several years ago. Osama's supporters are quoted as saying, that's not that big of a deal. Kevin Spacey's library has videos of children that are way more incriminating. Said children's television programming creator Dan Schneider, oh please, hold my beer. For those of you guys keeping track at home, that is two jokes on Kevin Spacey. Well, we did it. It's been a year and a few days since Donald Trump was elected president. 
Hey, that kind of reminds me of my favorite song from my favorite musical, you know, Rent. Unfortunately, the past 525,600 minutes can only be measured in collusion, travel bans, and steak with ketchup. Virginia recently elected their first transgender state legislator, Danica Rowan, over incumbent legislator Bob Marshall, who spearheaded the anti-transgender bathroom bill. Ha! Booyah, bitch. I guess Virginia really is for lovers of revenge. Internet giant Reddit recently banned its subreddit r incels that often calls for violence, hatred, and oftentimes rape of women. The recently banned community was almost 40,000 members strong. Well, not strong. Quite weak, actually. There's a lot of communities out there that hate women, but of all of the people to be worried about, ladies, I can tell you firsthand that these are not the folks. I doubt that any of them have ever seen a woman because there's usually no women hiding out in their mom's basement. So please, continue to hate women, and women will continue to do what we've done since high school. Pretend like you don't exist. Now, go play D&D with your buddies. It's the one time in your life where you'll have high charisma. That's been your 60 seconds. Consider your culture popped. Now, back to these assholes. Thank you. That was, uh, we had another Alex segment. Thank you, Alex. I've missed you. I love um, you, Alex. Um, get me on at Tourette's with regrets sometime, because I'd love to piss <laughs> off an audience full of 500 people in Oakland. Oh, God. Give me a ticket to that. I oh, see please. That. I would need a bouncer to escort me on the way out, Brian. Uh, ain't going to be me. All right. So, um, <laughs> no, uh, I'll make sure. Don't spill beer uh, on my degree. Although it's worthless. It's a degree from Boston. Does it not already smell like beer? <laughs> no, I didn't, par- I didn't party at all. I studied on Saturday nights there. What? It was my postgrad. Anyway, so. Um, okay, nobody, so no, nobody, none of our fans knows what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm so sorry. um, Love this is this is normally a, a sports podcast. Why don't we talk yeah, about sports? Yeah, sorry, for a few we minutes? got drawn into a depression in politics in the first segment. Yeah, so all right, so let's talk about the games come this week. We don't well, need to recap. Real quick, anything. I just want to make a shout out to uh, old Robert Enlow. Robert Enlow, love you to death. Is one of my uh, favorite fans. I'd love to shout out Robert Enlow. And how did that Cowboys ass whipping feel oh last week? What Robert? is up with the Chiefs? They like we started out hot. Is it is, every year they start out this, hotter is, than fire? Is this Alex Smith just reverting to the mean? Is that the is that the case? I I think that Eric Berry, like we predicted in the beginning, caught up with them. Yeah. Um, they, if you see their pass coverage has been breaking down, um, yeah. it's not their, their front seven is great. Justin Houston is a monster and, but it's, it's been their over the top pass coverage. It, they know there's a weakness now and they've had time to coaches have had time to realize, Oh, Eric Berry's not there. Why aren't we drawing plays specifically right. for that part of the field? And they have done that, and it's affecting. I still think the Chiefs are going to go to the playoffs. They're going to win the. Series. Oh, they're they're going to win the West. Yeah. certainly. Now, what what's the time? Did they say Eric Berry's done? There's no timetable on return oh, he, or anything he, like he, that. He like, busts his Achilles, so he's out at least yeah. next year. Shit. If, if he even comes back, I mean that guy's I mean, been through so much, and which just sucks for me because all I want is the Chiefs to just anybody please get into the Super Bowl, but the Patriots. Well, the I Patriots would love the Patriots just to start collect, like if Tom Brady got hurt because he was old. And then they just traded away fucking Garoppolo. Oh, well, t- you know, oh man, that sounds amazing. Yeah, you know, let's talk about this with my trainer, right? I mean, Tom Brady can probably play to his forty-five. He might have the strength and whatnot, but the problem is that he gets hit by guys who are twenty-two. What's well, the re- the rehab process? It's yeah, slow down. it's people don't realize that it's not your body. Your let me say, like athletic output, you can jump as high at twenty. And at 30, as you can, but it's not, it's the landing that takes you yeah, down. Yeah, recovery. Jumping up over and over again doesn't hurt your body. Landing on hard wood, it's the ability for your knees and your meniscus to absorb the impact right. of coming down. And that's what's falling apart. And so Tom Brady's got his magic pajamas, but I don't give a shit how much electricity you pump through that or how little pillows you sleep on your mattress with. Uh, you, you're not going to come back at 43 after a hard hit. No. Like you're going to come back 10 years ago. Well, check this out. Speaking of Tom Brady, do you see the article I posted saying him claiming that he's immune to sunburns because he drinks a lot of water? Oh God. This dude is a biggest fucking clown. I, I, he's, he's, he's a snake oil salesman. Yeah. Second only to Alex Jones. I think, I think I'm upsetting my, upsetting my pug Stan. Stan looks upset because we're. Are you a Tom Brady fan, Stan? Oh, his ears perked. 
Yeah, I think he's. Just... I think you should put him down. Tom Brady? No, or Stan, or both. No, don't. We're not to put down Stan. No, <laughs> we're he, not uh, putting down Stan. We're not putting down Stan. No, think about <laughs> it, Stan. Can you get over a Tom Brady fandom? Or is, is there a, is there a, is there a drug for that? I, yeah, I'd say one of my barbers. He this guy is classic in the hiding Tom Brady genre. He's like, I hated him in college. I hated him in the pros, and I hated him in high school. This guy, like, I guess, you know, knew Tom Brady in San, when he played for San Mateo. Oh, no, no, no. I dated a girl for about a year and a half who was a junior when he was a senior. Live his fa- Her father lives like a couple doors down from him. Um, hates. They literally, I talked to her father. He's like, this is the, this whole family is filled with shit people. They hate the entire <laughs> Brady family. That's great. They, That's hate, awesome. they hate the Brady family. Tom Brady was a giant. Like, imagine the biggest douche fucking turd that you could ever envision in a movie in the 90s about a high school uh, football team. Mm-hmm. Like that douchebag quarterback who hurts himself and uh gets injured that was tom tom brady is the piece of shit that everyone hated unless you were tom brady or his mother or his father right like dude i know people in san mateo who are like oh tom brady's mom got cancer cross your fingers let's go for cancer for the w like wow, that's, that's 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 mean. how that's fucking next level that's how fucking this family affects the area. No one in San Mateo likes them. The only <laughs> thing they like about them is that they get to be like, well, I, I saw Tom Brady when he was in high school. That's it. Is that they get to feel like they're a part of a Hall of Fame career. But as far as the family goes, everyone thinks they're terrible. They think they're terrible. That's awful. I mean, no, I it's not. No, it, it's not. No, if you're a rich, spoiled white person and are terrible and people think you're terrible, you're fucking terrible. That's it. <laughs> like, I don't have a problem. Like, Tom Brady's family is a bunch of fucking Trump supporting garbage that deserves to be called out for it. If they want to show up on my podcast and argue with ballots, they can prove that your fucking son didn't reciprocate their ideals with his MAGA hat for the last year sitting in the top of his locker. Come on down, Mr. and Mrs. Brady. You Bring that? your handkerchief. I'll shave my own damn head and give your wife a wig for her cancer if you're right. But you won't show up because you're wrong. Well, and your I think whole they... family's a bunch of spoiled white people with a spoiled white son. Yeah. With a spoiled Brazilian wife. Yeah. And guess what? They white. reflect spoiled white ideals with spoiled white money, spoiled white kids under a spoiled white owner. Well, I think they won't show up like, not because they're fuck, afraid dude. is that they don't know who we are. I think that's really the more to the point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, hey, how about this? I will call up Emily and I will forward this podcast to her via. Um, we'll just do it on a What do they call those things? Um, a USB stick. Yeah. A memory stick. And we'll, I'll 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 hand deliver it to their address. Hopefully they listen and watch. And then not only can I get into an argument with them, I can get into an argument with the entire state of Massachusetts with those sewage people. <laughs> well, let's say as a producer, we could use the traffic. As a person who'd be dragged into this with you, I'm kind of I'm a little leery. No, that's fine. That's, if the most famous thing I ever do is disparage the Bradys, it's worth it. <laughs> Okay. All right. So let's talk some games. Um, I don't know. Where do you go from that? Where do you go from that? Perry, like, I you, think you hit me like, the podcast. Well, 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 fuck the Brady's. You and then we pulled just move the pin on. on the podcasting grenade and handed it to me. Where am I supposed to go with this? Well, just hope it's a smoke grenade. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, let's talk games. You know, the Seahawks. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. You know what? Let's just talk some games. Let's just talk because, some games. Just, you know what? Let's. I'm done with, like, we're all. We, can we admit that we're tired with the NFL this year? Yeah, I'm pretty. And done that with it like too. It, the Cowboys have just won what two games, three games straight. Yeah. And I'm more apathetic w- with this NFL season than I have been in when Tony Romo went four and twelve. So let's just start going through the games and picking. I'm going to pick ch- purely on bias and hatred okay. on every game. The bias, the bias picks, the hatred yes. picks. I'm picking um, Seahawks over Cardinals. Well, of course. No, you don't know why I'm picking them. Because your quarterback has paper tendons. Okay. Well, your quarterback did have paper tendons, and they're treaded now. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what? Palmer's out. He broke his arm. Oh, I thought he to... tore his tendon. No, no. Well, what? In your face! 
Paper, glass bones, whatever. There you go. Bias wrong. Pick one. All right, you go. Next game. Uh, Packers, Bears. Oh, my God. God, that's an ugly game. Who, who are you going to pick in this? I go Packers just because they have hope. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I got to take Packers because, like, why, why would any sane person take the Bears? Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, your turn. Uh, Browns Lions. Oh, <laughs> this is another good one. Um, I'm gonna go with Lions because the Browns uh have stuck with brown jerseys because the owners and uh GMs have known they've been shit since '60, so they're gonna stick with the color of shit. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> bad. Why are they called the Browns anyway? Huh? Because if they were called the shits, they'd have to bleep it out on the fucking NFL Network. Da, 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 da. Hey, Bam! That wasn't even rehearsed, folks. That was yeah. just off the cuff. Off the cuff. Steelers, Colts. Oh. Steelers. Yeah. Ben Rotlisberger shoves the Colts into the bathroom, has his way with them, and gets off again. Steelers by seven. <laughs> oh, who do you think? Do you think? I think the Steelers might win the AFC this year. Really? Yeah. I don't, the the, uh, the Patriots have too many flaws in the in the uh, secondary. Let's hope so. Chargers, Jaguars, Jaguar, the AFC South the game Jaguars. of the week. Chargers, Jaguars, <laughs> Chargers lose by a field goal. Philip River finally hangs himself in the locker room. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. I, guess I know why I find a... it so funny is because you it's probably pretty true. <laughs> Poor Phil. <laughs> Philip Rivers, I love you to death. Get off of that team. <laughs> What are you doing? You've got He's got one... eight kids. He's getting off planning. He's got eight kids? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. What's he, Mormon? No. No? Just... just really bad at pulling out. He just really hates birth control. I don't know. All right. Uh... <laughs> Maybe he should start kicking because they're all in with him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Saints, Bills. The surprisingly Bills. The Bills make it a wild card. You going with spot, Bills man. here? You going Bills? Against the Saints? I'm going Aints. I'm I like Bills. me some Aints. I like me some Aints. Well, they're, they're at, their Bills are at home. Aints, Aints have proved <laughs> that running backs are not necessary in the NFL. Aints. <laughs> Let's go Aints. Oh, God. Jets and Buccaneers. The finger, the finger hole of games. I don't know. What, oh what are we supposed to this, say about this This is game? awful. This it, is terrible. You know, what, you know what's funny about this, Perry? Is that... There are people who get paid a lot of money to talk about this shit. They're probably the same internal monologue that we are, but they have to take it seriously. No, do you know what's funny for me is that people get paid a lot to talk about this shit, and they 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 probably have just as much idea and are just as accurate as we are. Oh yeah, are. yeah. Like I'm sitting here pulling jokes out of my ass, not even trying to predict correctly, and I'm probably going to get least. Eight, 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 and four compared to what's it? Stephen A. Smith is going to predict all he can do and still going to fucking come up with a worse yeah, record he, than he'll me. He'll do it in a cadence that's really, really seductive. I love listening to Stephen A. Smith talk. I want Spike Lee to direct a autobiography about Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. It'd be the worst movie ever made. <laughs> I think I would probably. Try. I, I would watch it like Nacho Libre. Oh, Nacho Libre garbage all right well yeah so is steven a so who who do you take jets or buccaneers i'm going with the bucks i'll go really um they've been fool's gold this year man Jameis winston fiddles with their ears and gets in all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the jets okay Uh, vikings redskins i'm going with the uh obviously going with the discriminatory name vikings (laughs) vikings yeah Yeah. i am really offended that they just assume all nordic people are vikings as a white haired blonde, blue eyed, you mean pers- blonde. Blonde, blonde haired, blue eyed white person, hair. Uh, I'm offended that they consider all Northern uh, Europeans Vikings. Um, and I hope they take it to those dirty goddamn Native Americans. Okay. Moving right <laughs> along. Bengals, Titans. I think I'm going to. Oh my God. Bengals. There's literally all the games in this week are terrible. Here's my prediction for this NFL week. Get some weed Pain. and watch basketball. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck the NFL this week. Good God. All right. Um, I'm going to take Titans. the Titans. I'll take the Titans. You take the Titans? I'm going to take the Titans, too. Texas- Did you see their Titans mascot recently? 
No. This is a giant, giant, like, uh, like muscle bound dude uh-huh. who wears like a helmet. It's awesome. It's not <laughs> even like a, ma- it's not even a uniform. This is great. Okay. <laughs> It's just a dude who does steroids. Texans and Rams. Oh, my God. Deshaun Watson. What a shame. was That kid was fun to watch. He was fun. I really feel sad about Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Let's too. not bring down the, the, the happiness of this segment, though. Okay, so about. we're going to Rams. NFC West leading Rams. The Rams are kicking everyone's ass. Texans win. The owner cracks whip over their backs into the goal line. No, I'm going to go with the Rams. The That's inmates the Rams. win this one. The in- Texans. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, here we go. Cowboys, Falcons. Um, God, which, which underperforming? Cowboys franchise? line the goal lines with white haired, with blonde, blue eyed women. Zeke busts in to hit them all. <laughs> Cowboys win by seven. Oh, my God, Perry. All right. Giants, <laughs> I'm trying to disparage everyone here. <laughs> Giants, 49ers. Oh, and 10. What's that? We don't even need it. Let's move on from that. I hope they tie. The battle. Would it be, of- a, would it be great if they tied? The battle of who has a, a more subtle gag reflex. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? The Patriots Broncos. Patriots. Yeah. It's hard. You can't take the Broncos. Seaman comes early again. Oh, Simeon. I'm sorry. One, one more time. I'm sorry right there. <laughs> and Dolphins Panthers for the Monday night game. Uh. <laughs> We, we can't even make fun of this game. Panthers get over the white line by a nose hair. <laughs> okay, the cocaine. All right, yeah, I get that. That's all we have. That's now. all we have on that. That's all we have. I'm just like, I want like an op. Let me just say, I don't want to talk to the coach. I want to talk to his dealer. Yeah. Like if if you're somehow listening to the Fourth and Cruel podcast and you deal cocaine <laughs> to the Miami Dolphins coaching staff because you know he wasn't the only one on that coaching no, staff doing no, You know no. the receivers coach literally like halfway through the video was like, this motherfucker's blowing up my spot and had to go clean out two drawers. <laughs> like, you they're going to search the whole office now. I wonder how many coke dealers do I listen to our podcast? I listen to the podcast. You deal cocaine? I, I don't deal cocaine. No. I, I said to coke doers. I'm sorry. Oh, I said cocaine. Oh. <laughs> You My know, Coke dealer listens to the podcast. What you should do when you get home, Perry, is... Uh, forward the podcast to all my dealers. No, no, no. I, I would, um, I would at, talk, call your dad and ask your dad about the rules of, of evidence admission. <laughs> talk about uh, hearsay and whatnot. Oh, no, it's, uh, I'm, I'm on the misdemeanor platform of cocaine. You're not going to get me with a felony. Man. Okay. Good. So don't worry. They're not going to waste time on me. And my dad's a lawyer and I'm white. So that's just... that's. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that was Fourth and Crow this week. Uh, maybe we'll be back next week. Depends. We'll be back next week. Who knows? Depends on which way the bus driver goes. And uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm, I'm Brian. This That's Perry. That's Perry. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot.